And today, amen, I want to continue, amen, and actually close out this study. Amen. We stopped off in Jeremiah uh, chapter 30 last week. Amen. We're going to 31, um, and that's where we're going to end up in 31. But I wanted to, I wanted to just, you know, talk to you and, and let you know, amen, that God being a covenant God can be trusted. God's word can be trusted. Amen. You can count on God in a time like this. If you can't count on nobody else, you and I, we can count on God. Amen. And so it's good to know this. Here's what's good to know. It's good to know that we can trust God, that we have a God, that, that number one, we have a God that we can believe in. Amen. That we have a God that we can call on no matter what it looks like, even in a time like this. Amen. 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 One of the things that we've been discussing uh, in, in, throughout this throughout this pandemic, uh, we we've been discussing, uh, we've been talking about. Amen. Uh, this God, this God, this covenant God. I told you in Jeremiah chapter twenty nine. Amen. The favorite Jeremiah twenty nine eleven passage. The context to that passage is that the people were about to go into Babylon. They were about to go there for 70 years. Upon 70 years being in Babylon, we find that God sends them an encouraging message before they go into this, what you call a pandemic. Amen? And and God makes a covenant. Amen? God told you that there is the, what's the first covenant? The Abrahamic covenant. There is the Mosaic Covenant, and then there's the Davidic Covenant, amen? And today, amen, we will talk about, hopefully, <laughs> the New Covenant, amen, the New Covenant. And one thing I want to, want, just to recap, okay, remember this, covenants, uh, there are different types of covenants, right? There are conditional covenants, uh, there are covenants that are everlasting covenants, Amen. And, and, and most of these covenants, amen, that, that we find in Scripture, amen, comes from a God. Come on and help me, somebody. Amen. Comes from a God, amen, who I believe, amen, can keep us even in the midst of what we're going through. You know, it's interesting that a lot of people can't have lost faith in a time like this. A lot of people are panicking because of the problems that they're facing. The, the, the world is panicking, saints. The world has found itself, amen, in a place, in a predicament, amen, uh, in a predicament that, 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 that we, amen, find ourselves into, amen, that we are experiencing some of this. But I just want to share with you this morning Amen. I just want to encourage you this morning to let you know that the God we serve, come on and help me somebody, that the God of the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, amen. He is a God, amen, that that can that can rebuild our lives. Amen. But but what we have to do, what we have to continue to do, saints, 
we, you and I have to continue to depend on God. Amen. To lean on him, to remember that even though, amen, it may look a certain kind of way, amen, even though it may not look the way we want it to look, even though things may seem like it's falling apart, amen, I believe that you have to hold on to God's unchanging hands, amen. Now, if you open your Bibles to the book of Jeremiah, Amen. Jeremiah chapter 31. Let me pull this up right quick. Jeremiah chapter 31. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 31. Amen. We find here in this scripture. Amen. We find certain aspects of the covenant. Amen. We find the new covenant is being... Uh, the new covenant, amen, is being laid out here. And we see here in chapter, well, let me just back up to chapter 30 real quick. I think we looked at this last week. Yes, we looked at 30 actually last week. And he talks about how he would deliver them. Let's go to 31 here real quick. And I want to show you something here. It says, it says here in 31, it says, And at that time, declares the Lord, I will be the God of all the families of Israel. Watch this. And they shall be my people. Thus says the Lord. The people who survived the sword found grace. Watch this. In the wilderness. Israel, when it went to find its rest, the Lord appeared to him saying, from, uh, the Lord appeared to him from afar saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Now, here's what God is doing. Uh, what? Jeremiah is presenting from God what Jeremiah is bringing to God. Amen. Jeremiah is bringing a message now of hope. He says he'll turn your mourning. Amen. Into joy. That's basically what he's saying here. And, and, and the beautiful thing about this is the fact that when we think about how awesome God is and 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 how God will allow us to go through certain things in our lives. And while I, I wrote something not too long, I said, in, in, my, in my trouble, amen, I did not understand what God was doing. But on the other side of my trouble, come on somebody, I understand that there's always a lesson in that. And, and when I think about covenants, I think about how serious they are, right? I think about how God, even like a good parent, he had to discipline. He didn't want to discipline them, but he had to discipline them. And in disciplining them, then he comes up and he says to them, he says, listen, here's the thing. Not only am I going to discipline you, but along with the discipline, what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring you out of this. And when I bring you out of this, you're going to come out better than when you went in. Now, here's the thing. In misery and in trials and in testings in life. Listen. It may not feel good at the moment. But what we have to do is trust and believe. Come on somebody. That the God we serve. Amen. Is able not only to get us out. But to keep his word of promise to us. You see. There's a lot of, a lot of times. 
we put our trust in so many things and in so many other things. And, and watch this. And we believe whatever the promise is. But we, what, what, we, what, what we fail to miss sometimes is who is the one making the promise. Are you with me? Look what he says. He says, I've loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have drawn you with, a lo- with love and kindness. Again, I will build you. Watch what he says. He says, I will build you and you will be rebuilt, O virgin of Israel. Again, you will take your tambourines and you will go forth to dances of merrymakers. You know what God is promising them? That there's going to come a time again that we're going to sing together. Come on, somebody. That we're going to play the tambourine together. We're going to, amen, we're going to worship together. A time of joy because while in, while in Babylon, while living in Babylon, amen, it's going to be some tough days. And can I help somebody with something? We've seen some tough days here lately. Amen. You may not be adversely affected Amen. But maybe indirectly you're being affected. But I want to tell you something. The God we serve has made the promise. And the beautiful thing about the promise of God is that you can rely on the promise. But God always restores his people back. Amen. To where he wants them to be. But we have to go through some things. We have to go through some hard times. We have to go through some struggles. Listen, they were enjoying prosperity. They were enjoying the life. Think about it. Before this pandemic, you know, we were just going on with our lives, man. We were just doing life just the way we were doing it. Not really thinking about much. Taking our freedom, our freedoms, come on somebody, for granted. If you would, amen, taking our, you know, our children for granted, taking our our families for granted, taking our spouses for, for granted. Listen, just a simple thing as going to the grocery store and being able to buy whatever we need to buy, stuff like that we were taking for granted. But I thank God, amen, that even in a in a time like this, Amen. He has proven. Come on and help me somebody. He has proven. Why am I on this covenant God doctrine? Because I believe that a lot of people are serving a God that they imagine. And not a God that's of the Bible saints. The God of the Bible. Amen. His ways. Come on and help me somebody. Are not our ways. His Thoughts are not our thoughts. Amen. The the God of the Bible is one who can can bring us through, but oftentimes he's the God that allows us to experience some things so that we can believe in him. Do I have anybody? Let let me let me let me show you something. Let, Let me let me. Let, can I just show you something? Go, go to this passage for me. Matthew 14. I want, I want to look at Matthew's account. Matthew 14. Amen. Let's look at that together. Matthew 14. I want to show you something 
about about going through. Amen. Matthew 14 uh, and verse 22. Now, let me show you something. And I'm going to get back to Jeremiah because uh, it's a short section. But but watch watch this about the covenant that he made with us. Here's, here's the thing. The, 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 the interesting thing about this passage is if you read the whole thing, amen, you find that in chapter 14, John the Baptist had just been beheaded. Think about this. Here's Jesus' cousin. See, oftentimes we, we think that he's not God because difficulties come our way. But maybe the difficulty is God's way of using that so that you can see him better. Come on and help me somebody. Maybe that's what God is using. Amen. And, and, and watch this. John the Baptist is beheaded. We find that after that Jesus has done a miracle. What I'm trying to, what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to help you with is it's, it's understanding who God is in a time like this. Watch this. And, and watch this. Not just what he does, but what he says. You with me? So, so that makes it even... That, that gives me a stronger conviction that if he says such and such in his word, then that's what I'm holding on to. Now, what he does is miraculous, but if you ever notice... After he does miraculous things, what happens? We forget. Come on, somebody. So it's important to know what he says and hold him, amen, to those covenants, amen, and hold on to those covenants so that when things start looking terrible in your life, you have a promise from God. I wish I had somebody. I said, you have a what? You have a promise from God. And oftentimes, saints, oftentimes, can I, can I tell you this? Oftentimes, amen, we, we, we forget, hallelujah to his holy name. I just want to tell you, we forget the promises. I don't know how we forget the promises. Or we fall on hard times and we fail to read his word because our issues have caused us to have a distorted view of Jesus. Are you with me? Watch the text. He says immediately he made his disciples. He had fed the, fi the 5,000 here. Amen. I believe, yeah, it is the 5,000. Uh, besides the men and women and children. It says and immediately he made his disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side. And while he sent the crowds away, after he had sent the crowds away, see, Jesus wasn't about crowds. Jesus is the only one that I know that would preach so the crowds would leave. You know how he did that? He preached in parables. <laughs> he preached in gibberish. Amen. He, he preached in parables so they're like, what did he say, man? That man is crazy. I don't know what he's talking about. But he was doing, he was separating Come on, somebody. The wheat from the tear. Look what he says. He says he went up to the mountain by himself to what? To pray. If Jesus prayed, then we ought to think about praying too, right? And when it was evening and he was alone, 
and, and when it was evening, he was there alone. The text says in verse 24, but the boat was, the boat was already a long distance from the land. Amen. Back at, from the land, battered by the waves, for the wind was contrary, and in the fourth watch of the night. Amen. See what it says? The fourth watch of the night is between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. Those are club hours. <laughs> Y'all ain't trying to hear me. That, that's when the waves start hitting you. Come on, somebody. That's when, when, when stuff starts getting rocky right around 3 and 6 a.m. in the morning, right? The, the Bible says it was the fourth watch of the night. And he came to them walking on the sea. Now, he came to them walking where? On the sea. Do you see that? Do you see that? Amen. Amen. Look what he says. Look what he says now. Look what he says. He says, and when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were what? Let, Let me say this. Fear will cause you to have a distorted or distorted vision. Fear can cause you to see things differently. From a position of doubt. From a position of hopelessness. Now they had just been with Jesus. Now some commentators suggest that when they saw Jesus. They thought they were dead. Come on and help me somebody. You see, what I'm trying to get you to understand is that these disciples had a misunderstanding of Jesus their whole ministry. Amen. Until he died. But watch this. We have the word of God. We have a covenant God. And what we have to do is go to his word and read it. And stand upon those promises that he made because he made a promise to us. Amen. In this covenant that he made with us. And if you are a believer of Jesus Christ today, that covenant belongs to you. So I thank God that the way I know a false prophet from a real prophet. The difference is, I know that when the false prophet says something, amen, it doesn't come to pass. But when a real prophet says something, amen, not only does it come to pass, but it keeps coming to pass. Come on, somebody. And I know Jesus. See, we're we're so relying on man's word. Oh, man, don't get me started. We're, we're, We're so locked in on man's words. But are we locked in on his words? Because his words will come to pass every single time in your life. Look what the text says. The text says, and when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, what they say, y'all? What they say? They say, it is, it is a what? It's a ghost. Come on and help me somebody. They said it's a ghost. And I'm saying to myself, how is it that you were just with him? 
Right? And now you're in a pressure situation. Come on, somebody. And your life is falling apart and the, the winds are blowing and the, come on, some, the waves are hitting you on the side. Come on, somebody. Amen. And it's three and between three and six a.m. in the morning. Club hours. And you've been up all night trying to figure out how we're going to pay this rent. How we're going to take care of this situation. How are we going to make it through this? Can I tell you something? You have to change your view. You see, you cannot allow what's happening to cause you to have a distorted view of who he is. Thank you, Jesus. Look at the text. The text says, and they cried out in what? They didn't cry out in faith. What does the text say? They, they did what? They cried out. In what? In fear. And can I help somebody with something today? Can I help you with something today? The Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please God. Oftentimes, when you don't know the covenant, and when you don't know the covenant God, we will cry out in fear. There's a difference here. See, th this crying out that he was doing here. Let me, let me, let me just enlighten you right quick. Amen? Y'all with me? Amen. I'm just trying to help somebody. Amen. It, 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 this 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 word cry is different than the word crying out to him in prayer. This word is karazo in the in the Greek, and and literally the word means to scream, to literally be crying. When you know the covenant God. You don't have to cry no more. You have a confidence inside of you that you know that no matter what it looks like right now, that when you cry out to him, not that kind of cry now, he'll answer. Are you with me? Watch this. Watch the text. Text says this, and they cried out in fear, but immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, take courage. Take what? Take courage. In other words, be courageous here. It is I. Do not be afraid. See, oftentimes, saints, we forget who he is while we're going through our experiences. But if you know his word, and if you know, come on, come on now. If you know the promises and if you're familiar with the covenants, amen, the covenant that he made with Abraham, the covenant he made with Moses, the covenant he made with David, the, the covenants that he made throughout scripture. Watch this. 
Last week I showed you that when he made the covenant with Ab- a week before that, when he made it with Abram, Abram doubted it. And then the text says he, he had a terrible dream. Remember that? He had a nightmare that night. When you doubt him, you're going to have nightmares. When you deny him, you'll have nightmares. Come on and help me, somebody. But you and I have to believe in his word, saints. One of the brothers told me, my pastor, don't you have that Bible already? I said, I got another one. <laughs> About seven, eight Bibles on my desk. You know why? Because every now and then I just like holding the pages. But let, let me tell you something about the word of God. I'm trying to help somebody today. The word is what you need. You're going to hear me. You're gonna, I'm sound like a broke record. The word is what we need. The word brings me comfort in a God Hallelujah. That can comfort us in a time like this. Watch the text. Peter said, Lord, now now, now look at Peter. Now, now see, if Peter knew anything about Jesus, he had just seen him feed five thousand. Now, I don't know what else the disciples needed. Now, now listen, if I saw him feed 5,000, amen. Come on, somebody. With, with, with two fish. And five loaves. And now I'm in my pandemic. (laughs) Come on, y'all. And now, how many fish? And five loaves. And watch this. And then they had leftovers. Amen. (laughs) They had leftovers. And so if God can do that, what do you think he can do while you're in your storm? Yeah. The covenant God is who I'm talking about. Yeah. But, but see, we fail to draw on the promise. Amen. Because we're full of fear. And, and what's the opposite of courage? I wonder what the opposite of courage is. You know what the opposite is? A coward. Think about that. Think about that for a minute. Amen. I'm scared. But I'm not scared because I know God. I saw what he's done in my life. I saw how he pulled me up out of the muck and the mire. I saw where he brought me from. But now I'm going through something. And some of you are saying, how long, God? Do I have to stay in this predicament that I am? And listen, one of the hardest things, don't wish to be blessed, y'all. Now, let me, let, me, let, me, let me frame that for you. Because blessings can cause you to forget too. Because you can get so high where you can't be reached. So as I said a couple Fridays ago, give me enough. <laughs> Amen. So I can satisfy myself. So don't give me too much where I deny you. But if he's going to give you more, he's got to be able to trust you with more. Are you with me? Are you following me? I want you to follow me now. Amen. Watch the text now. Watch the text now. Peter said to them, Lord, if it's you, command me. I got caught up on this. To come to you. On the water. And he said come. Now Peter's. Now let me just say this. Peter had the faith. 
that the others didn't. You know, we knocked Peter, you know, for, for taking his eyes off of him. But, but watch this. But I want to I wanna talk about Peter here. Peter had the faith to get out. He, but watch this. But it didn't take much faith. It took a little, little, little faith because remember, they're crying out in fear. Listen, God can change your life in a blink of an eye if you believe him. You follow me? Watch this. He says, come. Command me to come to you at, on the water. And he said, come. And Peter got out the boat and walked on water and came towards Jesus. Peter defied gravity. Can I, can I, can I say something to somebody here today? You could have been a water walker. <laughs> but you've been half-stepping, see? You, 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 you got one foot in one week. That's payday, pay week. When everything is good. But the other weeks, you back in. You're like, shoot, I'm back in that boat, man. I ain't, shoot, I ain't doing none of that. Here's the thing. Peter stepped out. On the command of Jesus. But watch the text. The text says. But seeing the wind. The distraction. You know what happened to Peter? He took his eyes off the word. And can I help somebody with something? You know what happened to Peter? Peter took his eyes off the word. And you know what happens to us? We take our eyes off the word and we, listen, Monday through Friday, what you doing? How much time are you in the word? And when you take your eyes off the word, now I'm not talking about this little slick meditation stuff. I'm talking about in the word. If you don't keep your eyes on his covenant, on his promises, you're going to sink. I promise you you're going to sink. Amen. And you're going to sink fast. Jesus is the word. Come on now. John 1.1. 1, 1. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. Watch this now. The text says he, 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 he seen the wind. He became frightened. And he began to sink. And he cried out again. Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and took hold of him and said to him, you of little faith. You know, they say Peter took his eyes off of him, but Peter started to doubt him at the same time. He believed more in the wind than the one who told him to walk. <laughs> Jeremiah 31. Let me tell you why they're so jacked up, right? The reason they're jacked up is because here's the problem with them. They didn't have something that we have. Amen. Jeremiah 31. Go to verse uh, Go to verse 31. This is, this is the new covenant right here. This is what I've been trying to get to. 
Behold, days are coming. Remember, 31 verses 1 through 5, he said, y'all going to have joy again, right? But see, what God was saying to the people of Israel this time, I got a new covenant for you. And here's the new covenant. That, that is timeless. That has been transferred down to us. Ready? Behold, days are coming, declares the Lord. I will make a what? New covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Not like the covenant that I made with their fathers that they broke all the time. In the day I took them by what? The hand. Then we just see Jesus taking Peter by the hand. Come on, somebody. And bring them out. Didn't he take you by the hand? Didn't he bring you out? But why wasn't that covenant still good? Their fathers, watch this, they broke the covenant. They're covenant breakers. Watch this. He says, I took them by the hand, my covenant, at which they what? Although I was a husband to them. See, God takes this relationship with you and I very seriously. It's a, it's a, a marriage. In Romans, it talks about we're married to Christ. Watch the text. The text says, declares the Lord. But this is the covenant which I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my what? My what? The word. God covenant with us is that he puts the word in us. Can I tell you something? Without a word, I'm nothing. He says, and on their hearts, heart, I will write it. Watch this now. And I will be their God and they shall be my people. Watch this. They will not teach again. Each man his neighbor, each man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they will what? They will all know me from the least of them to the greatest of them, declares the Lord. I will forgive their iniquities and their sins. I will what? Remember no more. Here's the new covenant. God says he'll put his spirit in us. He'll put his word in us. And he'll write it on our hearts. And that's how you know for sure that you're saved. That you have the spirit of God in you. You have the word of God in you. Come on somebody. And you can live it. See the difference with the, with the disciples is. They didn't, and you also have the, the Holy Spirit. They didn't have the Holy Spirit. They lacked that portion.